You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. You join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's Into Your Head, number 576 for Wednesday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Uh, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. That's what it is. It's fucking fan. Oh, it's one of the finest concepts. Uh, or situations, or whatever you call it, uh, uh, ever to bestride uh, this fine community of ours. Uh, well, just I say this community, me and eight cats and my wife. That's the community. That's the only community here in this house. There's no other community. Uh, there are communities around the house, outside of the house, which I suppose the house is uh, part of. Although the house is like a, a donut in the middle of the community. Because this house is not public property, uh, nor is it even a public house. If it were a public house, uh, that wouldn't mean it was public property. Which is, a public house is a different thing from a, a house that is open to the public. Although, in a way, it's not. Uh, Another way, let's not get bogged down in all these definitions. Uh, suffice to say, hello and welcome to the show. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming, big steaming galloping poils of, uh, galloping poils of, uh, do monkey nuts cause poils? I've no idea. I'm not qualified. Uh, just because I'm on the internet, that doesn't make me uh, an expert in all things medical, as some people see. Some people seem to think that if you're on the internet, that means you can, oh, you can wax lyrical on the internet, uh, on medical issues of all kinds, uh, such as, for example, uh, the one I just gave, uh, whether or not monkey nuts cause uh, whatever I said they might cause uh, some sort of digestive tract thing, didn't I say? Uh, did I say poils? I think I did. Oh yes, that's where it was. Uh, poils and poils of monkey nuts. Uh, which can be a whole different kettle of fish to uh, a pile of monkey nuts causing, uh, causing poils. Oh, there's a cat. Uh, I got new glasses. I can almost identify my cats out on the public green now. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, that's either Muddy or Pippi. Or I suppose it could be one of the neighbour's cats. I'm not sure now. Uh, but I think it might be Pippi, although she looks rather big for her size. Uh, so maybe not. I don't know. When she comes a little closer, though, I'll definitely be able to identify her. Uh, unless I don't look out the window at that moment, which is a distinct possibility. Because uh, I've got better things to do with my day today uh, to state and staring out at cats on the public green uh, if the cats want to be stared at they can come in here although not while I'm recording unless one of them happens to be stuck outside on the roof outside my window at this very moment in which case when they appear at the glass I'll let them in and then I'll shun them through into the landing upstairs do you call them landings abroad uh, the upstairs hall area we call it a landing here I don't know if you foreigners call it uh, why would you why would you foreigners call it 
the hell landing. Uh, most of your buildings, uh, most of your buildings have 85 stories. So if the bottom floor is a hole and then the other 84 are all landings, that's not of any help. But if you're in a two-story, uh, if you're in a two-story building, uh, you can say landing and then people know that you're referring to the hole of the upstairs floor. It's perfectly simple. Uh, so maybe you have a different name for each floor. Uh, you call the first floor the land. That's another thing. The first floor over here is the first floor uh, after you take the first flight of stairs. Uh, the, the one that you enter through the door on is called the ground floor. Well, that's of course you're in one of those weird buildings where the, the main entrance is uh, in the basement. Uh, or they have a basement and then they have steps going up to the... Uh, ah, that's not good. Um. Suffice to say, we're in a bit of a hurry here. It's Tuesday, and this needs to go out on Tuesday night at midnight. Uh, and quite frankly, I've been busy. I've been bogged down in issues, uh, issues and topics, and uh, what else? I've been bogged down in all sorts of things. I'm not as far ahead as on this uh, thing as I'd like to be. As uh, I'd like to be at least a month ahead uh, for the rest of the summer, because uh, I have to go. I have to go away at some point during the summer. Uh, Where's the frigging post? That's another thing. Where's the uh, Where's the frigging post? Uh, it's probably in a van or on a trolley somewhere. Uh, be between here and the post distribution center, I suppose. Uh, I think the current postwoman is off sick or something because it's coming at all sorts of weird times uh, with all sorts of weird people operating the delivery. Uh, I say weird. I mean, they're just being different. There's nothing wrong with being weird. I did, don't get me wrong. I didn't say there was anything wrong with being weird. Uh, I just pointed out to how the, uh, the people concerned were weird. And by weird, they're just being different. And there's nothing wrong with being different. Don't misquote me on this. Uh, if you misquote me on this, I'll deny I ever said it. And I'll be telling the truth as well. Uh, so don't. Oh, those two uh, yellow post-its can come down. Uh, those are no longer necessary. Uh, that's being uh, that's being dealt, although that hasn't to an extent. Uh, so I'll leave, that, I'll leave that up there, but I can cross out the last five words at the bottom of it. Uh, that's what we'll do. Uh, excuse me, multi multitasking here. Uh, as I say, issues that need to be dealt with, items that need to be attended to, topics. Oh, topics. Lots and lots. Two cats walk into a bar. Uh, one of the cats. Uh, one of the cats straight away uh, runs out through the window of the um, upstairs office uh, before you even know it. That's why I know you're thinking, oh, I didn't even know the cat was up in the upstairs office. Exactly, that's what I mean by before you even know it. Uh, the cat had dashed up the stairs into an, ups an open upstairs office of the of the bar building and went out, oh, out the office window and then down a fire escape. Uh, I say down a fire escape. I just used a fire escape as a rough log guiding it in the direction of the outdoors. It didn't really uh, walk down the steps. It more or less jumped its way down, uh, ended up down on the outside uh, thing. Then I thought, wait a minute, what was the point of this exercise? I was trying to walk into a bar and now I got distracted. I, here I am out on the public green area running around chasing birds. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, incidentally, I'm muddy. I know you can't quite make me out, but I'm muddy. Uh, even though I'm fur 
further away now and you've no way of knowing that other than by me saying this and when I say it I'm just a, uh, I'm just an imaginary character in your story on your podcast so it's still not confirmed uh, although why does it matter it does, you don't need to identify every freaking cash that's out playing on your public green fucking ridiculous uh, don't be so OCD uh, OCD incidentally stands for obsessive compulsive disorder uh that means you're uh well disorder seems uh it's an obsessive compulsive uh order uh do you know an order is a thing with monks uh, monks uh, monks join an order and then they become obsessed with not speaking that's what they do i used to go to a mass on a regular basis that was run by franciscan monks and they used to talk and tell you oh they talk right through the mass to the monk to the priest who did the mass wherever he was a priest or a monk or a franciscan priest i don't know you stand up and you say hello and welcome to mass uh you say there's a fat people say that sometimes you know it might sound odd but they do say that at mass sometimes just like it's a tv show of some kind they say hello and welcome to mass and then he does some sort of formal uh some sort of blessing thing or some prayer thing and then they'll do the reading they say a reading from the book of ah reading from the late stephen king book or something uh, more bible related whatever they chose and some fellow would come up and say hello uh two cats walk into a bar one of the cats uh, straight away uh, straight away walks right up to the altar of the bar that's there for some reason i don't know why maybe it's some weird version of a wake uh where they do the whole ma- funeral mass in the pub although i've never come across that although why would i haven't i haven't been to an awful lot of funerals in my life i have to say i've been to a few but not many uh there seems to be people there are some people who spend their whole life going to funerals every morning they get up at half six and they'll check their calendar and say oh who's dead today i can't remember uh, it's like groundhog day i get up in the morning and have to go to a funeral i don't know whose it is because i don't remember yesterday uh, so they'll check oh they'll check the uh, listings there's a listings in the newspapers over here uh, i don't know if you foreigners have it they list deaths in the newspaper they'll say uh, oh they'll be listed by in alphabetical order of name it'll say uh, oh it'll say into your head Neil uh, died Thursday peacefully at home with his eight cats uh, survived by his eight cats and wife uh, not dead uh, this is just an example uh, funeral mass to be held at the St. Franciscan Cat Church on the Bug Hall Road Bray uh, yesterday or whenever it is that's is just an example I'm not actually dead and there's no entry in the, in the news newspapers about my death as far as i know at the moment uh, although i did yesterday create a blog post that will automatically be released uh, if i don't, don't if there's no activity by me on my website for three months uh, so if i'm ever dead uh, just wait three months and then check my website and there'll be a blog post uh, saying uh, hello uh, this probably means i'm dead uh, here's some things i'd like to say and then that's it that's it i might uh, i might uh, make a podcast to go wish it i've been thinking i might make a uh, podcast to be released uh released within three automatically within three months of my death uh 
Maybe I will. Uh, will I use this one? I don't think so. Why would I? No, I'll do something original. Uh, it'll be the last ever episode of Into Your Head. Because uh, I tell you, as sure as Christ won't be letting anyone else take over this. Uh, no, no. Although if you're a, if you're a listener, uh, I'm going to be taking some time off during this summer for various uh, holiday-related issues. Uh, so if you'd like to do a standing episode of Into Your Head, feel free. Uh, just record whenever you want and send it to me and I'll put it out as a guest episode uh, during one of my breaks. Uh, but that's beside the point. Anyway, hello and on with the show. Now, uh... I know what you're thinking there. Ah, well, if you're a regular listener, I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, uh, oh, uh, usually he does either a two cats walk into a bar story or a monkey nut story. Uh, he doesn't usually combine the two. Uh, he seems to be, oh, he seems to be grasping at straws today. Uh, that's the thing people say. They say, oh, he's grasping at straws. Uh, I am not grasping at straws. Uh, and if I was, there'd be nothing wrong with that. Uh, straws are a perfectly usable uh you don't say that about uh chopsticks i can tell you no you'd be considered racist you wouldn't say oh look that fella's grasping at chopsticks he's got nothing else left to do except grasp for eating implements uh that are uh, considered perfectly normal in his native uh far east uh but no if you do over here you grasp at chopsticks is considered a uh, oh it's considered an act of desperation except you don't say it because you'll only say if it involves straws and if they're metaphorical straws uh no no there's no straws this that's the thing there's no straws involved in this whatsoever the straws exist purely in your head uh, at least if you said that about the chopstick fella uh the chopsticks will be real uh although not for a little much longer because aren't chopsticks make made of wood i assume they rot uh pretty quickly after you put them in the waste uh, which seems rather wasteful if you don't mind me saying so uh, but that doesn't make me racist and as we Sorry. The point anyway. Uh, incidentally, uh, I know us you foreigners on sitcoms, you always put your Chinese stuff into these uh, weird cardboard cartons out of which you attempt to eat them. Uh, that's not normal. Uh, in proper countries like ours, when you get a Chinese, uh, they put the stuff either in a plastic thing with a lid uh, or a foil thing with a cardboard lid uh, and you eat them with a fork. Uh, stop with the crap. You don't put the stuff uh, proper. Chinese food has sauces in it. You don't put frigging sauce in a bit of, in a paper bag, for Christ's sake. A cardboard, uh, paper bag, because a cardboard thing, that's just pretty much a paper bag. That's for putting McDonald's fries in. It's not for putting frigging sauces. Uh, if your McDonald's fries came when, uh, in a frigging curvy sauce, I can tell you, I wouldn't expect them to put them in the paper pouch. Oh no, he'd say, give me a proper fucking uh, waterproof container for this. Uh, waterproof container such as for example a boat but not a boat a boat is just an example uh, as is the whole uh, what you call a straws thing there's no straws involved here uh, not that there'd be anything wrong with that if there was there's not as we established nothing wrong with straw remember 
back in primary school when I was uh, six or seven years old, uh, we used to get a carton of milk delivered to everyone in the class at lunchtime. Uh, one of the kids would go around with a, a pack of straws, hand them out to everyone. He'd, well, he'd reach out and you take your straw. And uh, Sometimes people would take two straws or three straws. Uh, towards the end of the year when we were running low on straws, they'd say, uh, no, take one. You can't take two straws. You can't take three straws. Uh, don't be... I'll tell you, they never said grasping at straws though there because we weren't expected to be familiar with these uh, metaphors at that age. Uh, no, no, you're only expected to know. Uh, seven times tables, perhaps. Maybe our eight times tables. And how to spell monkey. Absolutely. Although, I was put in a special reading group during that year. Uh, I was put in a special group where we were given more advanced books. Uh, I remember reading uh, oh, a thing that went something along the lines of, I never got pneumonia, I never got flu, I never got new pyjamas. Oh, there was a, there was a trick, there was trickery, they were hanging up. Uh, loads of words beginning with PN and I would expect to figure out how to, how to pronounce them or try to challenge me. I think they must have thought her were some kind of idiot savant who who needed to be kept up occupied and challenged. I would, oh no, I was perfectly happy with the normal books. Uh, but no, I was lumped in with these advanced pupils. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, there's more to life than advancing ahead of your time, you know. We're all in a hurry to get oh, to get ahead on everything, get up above the crowd and get her life over with before everyone else and drop dead at 43. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Slow down. Uh, slow the fuck down. Take a fucking, uh, take a fucking chill pill. Uh, pill? Uh, chill of the pilly. Not a, not a real uh, drug. I don't, be, I don't mean take frigging uh, marijuana because I don't think that even comes in a pill, does it? Uh, does marijuana come in a pill? I don't think so. I've very little experience of these drugs because they're illegal here and I'm a law-abiding citizen. Uh, I abide by the laws of the land. If I have a problem with them, I uh, start a campaign, a uh, peaceful campaign against them. But I don't I tell you, I, I don't fucking break them. If you're a lawbreaker, you shouldn't be listening to this, even though it's perfectly legal to listen to this. Uh, unless you're listening somewhere where you're not allowed to listen to podcasts by law. In which case, uh, leave the country uh, legally, of course. Do whatever you have to do don't be fucking uh, don't be turning my podcast into a freaking crime for Christ's sake I want nothing to do with that and if you're smoking marijuana while you're listening to this uh, you better damn well email me a copy of your medical permit or whatever it is you have because uh, I'm sure as hell not having any of that crap uh, being uh, polluting my airwaves. Although I suppose in a way it doesn't pollute my airwaves. It pollutes my earwaves. I can tell you, you can be damn sure to Christ as hell uh, that I don't need my ears damaged in any way or anything that uh, can be damaged by uh, stuff coming into my ears uh, going to other parts of my person. Uh, no, no. My ear is not an attack point for you to infect me with whatever it is uh, you're in affecting those around you with. Uh, so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Into your head. The podcast junkie says, One of the funniest things I've heard. The killer nationalist calls it, Well worth a listen. Inevitably you'll end up laughing. Dave Fanning of RTE Radio 1 says, 40 seconds of that was enough. 
I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, this is great stuff, uh, but how does he finance it? Uh, how does he justify spending, uh, oh, spending day after day after day making these half-hour shows that come out every Monday, Wednesday and Friday except bank holidays? Well, that's an excellent question. Uh, it's mostly from uh, you listeners shopping through my affiliate links, uh, such as, for example, every time you shop at Amazon.com or Amazon.ca or Amazon UK. Uh, instead of going directly to Amazon, go to IntoYourHead.com, click on my Amazon links down the right-hand side of the page, uh, then go ahead to Amazon and buy anything. Uh, I get a generous cut and it helps the show. Ah, just the other day I got. Uh, oh, I used my Amazon US credit uh, from my affiliate links to purchase a year's supply of uh, water filters. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, for Amazon won't let us foreigners buy very many things on their site now, so I have to find what it lets me buy and buy them so I've stocked up on water filters because uh, it allows those for some reason. Uh, so uh, by uh, it's just by uh, subsidising my water filters and certain other supplies uh, you're helping the show. Uh, you can also help it by shopping for pet supplies uh, prescription glasses shipped anywhere in the world uh, what else? Uh, oh, pet supply, there's two pet supply uh, links, one for you and one for North America. Uh, there's frigging uh, audible ads just like you hear on Mark Marin, except I get a cut. Uh, there's uh, what else? Uh, ah, there's lots of stuff. The usual. Down the right hand side of the page at intoyourhead.com. Uh, feed your, uh, feed your uh, ego by uh, doing that and then letting everyone know that you're a patron of the arts, which indeed you are. You, sir or madam, are a patron of the arts and you should be proud of it. You should go and tell everyone, uh, get bumper stickers made saying, I am a patron of the arts because I support Into Your Head Radio. Uh, so should you. Uh, so should you. That's what you should tell people. Uh, stand up and have a bit of pride. And uh, When you see me publicising my episodes on Facebook, uh, don't just like it. Share it to your wall. Have a bit of pride in it. Say, here's a thing I listen to. Uh, share it to the wall. Uh, share the link and then add a little thing saying listen to this it's fucking fantastic uh, this is what I listen to because I have taste and I patronise the arts uh, that's what you that's what you do if you're a proper citizen of this world stand up have a bit of pride in what you do and what you like and what you enjoy uh, on with the show Vomitoriums and the Legal System by me I've always been fascinated by the concept of the ancient Roman vomitorium Constantly we are told that the Mediterranean diet is among the best in the world, yet for millennia upon millennia these people have been regurgitating their supposedly delicious food almost as soon as they've eaten it. And we're not talking about teenagers with eating disorders here. These are men and women of all ages and sexists. Uh, sexists, rather. Sexes. Is that how we're... Oh, uh, I've never said this stuff out loud before. Uh, this is stuff I wrote many years ago. Uh, so I'm only now testing it through the tongue. Although my wife tested this through the tongue previously in a series for in the early days of the show. Uh, but no, it's never been tested uh, through my tongue before. So bear with me. Now 
nowadays, of course, it is considered derogore for the young generation to stick their fingers down their throats and try to dislodge the chicken bone that's been stuck there since dinner time. In my day, it was considered sufficient to clear a path only through the zone that can be reached by a standard toothpick. Uh, now, however, they not only have to poke the food out of their trachea, they even get their stomachs pumped by a medical professional because they have become... <coughs> heavy with liquids. Clearing a path through one's trachea, it must be remembered, is not remotely similar to clearing a path through a snowdrift on your front lawn. For one thing, if you don't clear your path, you can be held legally responsible for the injuries of anyone who comes to harm because of the frozen precipitation on the ground in front of your home. Even your throat blocked, on the other hand, has no consequences for anybody other than yourself, and most people are unlikely to attempt to pursue to pursue a writ against themselves in the civil courts, as it is very difficult to get one's legal costs back, even if they are awarded in full to the plaintiff. Furthermore, courts nowadays tend to dissuade members of the public from attempting to represent themselves unless they are well adept in the intricacies of the legal system and have shown that they fully understand the financial risks involved. Anyway, two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats is a trained lawyer and is able to get through his evening without doing anything that results in litigation against him. The other cat sadly knows nothing about the law and recklessly goes about flirting with female cats in the bar, spilling beer on the floor and offering drinks to other patrons. He thereby puts himself at risk of being sued for sexual harassment, negligence and manslaughter should the drink prove to be poisonous. Fortunately, none of these worst case scenarios happen and a good night is had by all. thinking there uh, you're thinking oh this that's a new that's a new development now uh, a regular audio column uh, based on the writing who does he think he is frigging Raymond at Romano or someone whoever that fella is who had his uh, newspaper column made into a sitcom I'm sure somebody did at some point oh that other fella uh, although maybe Ray, was Raymond Arno a newspaper columnist as well I don't know uh, well uh, back in the old days before I did this I used to write a lot and I'm down well bringing it to a new audience because uh, I put a lot of time into that and you people are too lazy to read it uh, so I'm reading it for you it's an audio book a free audio book that I'm supplying to you here and not only that if you want another free audio book go to insiyourhead.com and click on my audible ads and sign up for a free audio book as part of a one month free no risk trial uh, you can get the new Stephen King or get that thing that they made a film about recently uh, the Hunger Games or the Steve Jobs autobiography all for free uh, you sign up uh, you do stuff and then you leave uh, while you're waiting for that to happen though enjoy my free audio columns here uh, that I'm reading for you at my own expense absolutely fucking fantastic I hope you're ah, I hope you're enjoying them I certainly am I mean I enjoy my stuff uh, a bit being mine it's perfectly not you're allowed to enjoy your own stuff you know it's not illegal 
illegal. I've had uh, comments before when I broke down in tears of laughter at my own material here. Uh, if I can't enjoy something, uh, then how the hell can I expect anyone else to? That's why I like all my own posts on Facebook. If I can't like it, uh, I've no business expecting other people to like it. Uh, that would make me a damn hypocrite. And if there's one thing I'm not going to be ever... It's a hypocrite, because uh, for one thing, I don't like that word. It's a stupid, a H and a Y, and then the crit at the end. It sounds like an insect. Uh, sounds like a fake insect that you have in some sort of a, a kid's movie or something. And uh, I don't know, Rugrats. It sounds like uh, something the Rugrats would find on their, uh, on their floor or something. They'd say, oh, look, there's some crits. Let's go hunting down crits and we'll throw them into our mouths because we're just cartoon characters. It's not a problem. They're not going to harm us in any way. And uh, then let's go and uh, beat up our sister and then uh, piss off her appearance and then make it into a TV show that's apparently considered acceptable for youngsters to watch. Uh, what next? Now next they'll be showing people murdering each other and saying, kids, look at this. Uh, the Pink Panther is going to chop off this fella's head and then suck his blood out of it with a straw and then get some chopsticks and clear that path down to his liver and, uh, I don't know, blow into his liver until it floats upwards. Uh, although it won't float upwards if he's already dr drunk all the blood. It needs liquid of some kind to flow up on. Uh, so maybe he'll leave the blood there until he manages to float the liver up to the top although you'll have to disconnect it first how do you disconnect the liver that's the question uh well it's not a question in itself the question is will a pink panther be able to do that uh, do you need to have being a surgeon uh, although i suppose you don't have to if you're operating on a dead person or someone who you're murdering it doesn't really matter if you do it properly uh you just need to do it effectively you get the damn liver disconnected and float it up to the top of the neck and the blood and then lift it out and then you can do whatever you want to do with it. Is this weird? I don't know. Well, it's not considered weird when Hannibal Lecter does it. Why should it be considered weird when I do it? Uh, just because I'm uh, just because I'm not on your cinema screen in a frigging, uh, oh, in a frigging omniplex in some shopping centre somewhere. Those shopping centres are full of kids, you know, and you're watching Hannibal Lecter uh, eating someone's head. Absolutely fucking appalling. Get a fucking grip absolute absolutely disgusting you don't do that in front of kids uh i certainly wouldn't anyway no no you do that in the privacy of your own home that's why netflix was invented i must check if netflix have a uh have a what you call a scheme where i can advertise them and make money out of it uh, anyway for now uh good morning sit bubba sit good morning bubba